lot of things been on my mind lately A lot of things I've been ruminating and contemplating A lot of things have been stolen and taken by Satan A lot of things I don't know about, I'm just trying to make it But he can't phase me, forget the 10 My Lord God made me, I ain't talking Mike Gill Word to the underground, yeah we making noise And if you didn't know about us, yeah we them boys We be spitting smoke Alright and welcome to the Heavy Revy Show I'm your host Oswe Ibarra And I got Clay to the left with me And then we got a newbie on the side with us yeah. Carl, say what's up, dude. What's up, everybody? <laughs> dude, it's, first off, super pumped that you're able to join us. Carl's uh, in the uh, book study that Clay started, and so we love talking about books, and I just love Carl's thoughts. He gets deep and dark so and weird. And, like, super nice. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> uh, it's awesome. So we want to. I wanted his brain and his thoughts in here, too, and so we're going to dive into... Go ahead, Clay. Yeah. Tell us about what book we're diving into. My Miracle Morning. Yeah. yeah. Man. It, it should you be. You gotta lean in, Clay. You have to lean in like this. Oh, yeah. Fist away. <laughs> you can grab it. You can move it around if yeah. you feel like necessary. Yeah, how's that? There it is. That sounds weird. Hello. We're up close. Yeah. But uh, My Miracle Morning. Yeah. Ooh. Let me calm down a little bit. But uh, yeah, tell us about it, Clay. Uh, first, thank you for introducing that book to us, to the group. Or was that you, Carl? No. Yeah. That, that, that was me. I had a, that was not me. Yeah, friend. Um, her name's Susie. She recommended it because she kept seeing all the books that I was posting and was like, have you read about this, uh, this book called My Miracle Morning? And I've read and listened to several other podcasts where they talk about like these, these great leaders of uh, big uh, businesses and other successful people. And they all think that, well, they, they say that your morning is the prime time. That's mm. how you set up not only your day, but your week. And you are setting your, your life up for success by having a solid uh, morning routine. Yeah, all right, so are you a morning person, Clay? No. No, so I'm not either. So this was a hard read for me, kind of Mm -hmm. digest. Yeah, Yeah, no, I suck too. Like I probably hit my snooze. I was a guy who set up like six different alarms. You know what I mean? And then even after the sixth one, I'm like, "Ah, you know, I'll wake up in a little bit. I'll think about it for a little longer. Yeah, Yeah, but it's a forced. It's like, what do you want in life, mm -hmm. right? So if you want to achieve great things, and if all these people have this. um, like successful uh, habit in the morning and that sets yeah. them up then like you know I love experimenting with you know 30-day challenges and stuff like right. that but um, yeah that's where I started um, I've got the Colorado Trail coming up and so training for that mm-hmm. and having all the the um, just get my morning set up so that not only win the day but really prepare for something big in, in July yeah, giddy up man and like I think what was that quote that you were one of you guys were sharing about um, and it's from the book Atomic Habits, I believe, but uh, it's that author, James Clear. Mm-hmm. He, uh, man, you were kept quoting it to us. It's about like, man, like you don't decide your future. Your, you decide your habits and your, your habits, habits decide your future. And uh, I noticed that My Miracle Morning uh, was one of those things that's, that's helping me uh, step forward and just, you know, getting my life a little more in line and in tune and being a little more disciplined, which, uh, man, I'll, I'll be honest, it was kind of hard for me too, Carl, man. I totally, you know, again, agree with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's break this down, man. What, <laughs> what was uh, the biggest thing that y'all got from this? Am I starting this yeah, off? Yeah, start us off. So I thought it was both of these books. Both of the guys have a dramatic, like, injury that mm. starts off their life. I thought that was really weird. And then they go on to figure out how to be successful in their way mm. after that dramatic event. So I'm wondering, like, I thought that was weird. <laughs> First <laughs> <I didn't>, off. <laughs> I guess, like, 
ah, oh, man, who was it? Billy Epperhart, he would always talk about, like, change. And he'd say, like, man, you won't really change. I mean, there's different forms of why you would change. But most times people don't change in, in, unless they really have to right. or, like, they're kind of forced to. Or right. there's that. Uh, we can start talking about, um, man, what's his name? Jordan Peterson, you know, that evil, that necessary evil that comes up that causes the hero in you to rise up. Maybe that's what it, I don't know. But then again, I don't want to Maybe, be in a car yeah. crash to, you know, eventually find out, oh, you know what? I need to get my mornings right. <laughs> what do you want to do? What do you want to become? What is it that you see your, your future self being? And um, There you go, Clay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah come a little close. Come a little bit closer. Hey, there he is. But, um, yeah, no, it's so true. And I, I, for me, I think I love the breakdown of savers, which we'll in a little bit uh, tack that down. But I, me, uh, I'm an ENFJ. So the J in me, anytime there's structure and order lined out, I thrive with, man. If you can make something so, for me. So bringing that up, like yeah, yeah. personalities. So do you think that like varies from like people to people, like severely? Like, do you think this is just for like a certain person? Ooh, no, I, honestly, I don't. Um, and I... Someone really broke the, which is probably another book we'll, we'll end up talking about, but uh, you can't hurt me. You know what yeah, I mean? Uh, David Goggins. Uh, the dude's a beast. I haven't, I haven't heard that one yet, but he is a beast. Yeah, but like he like just basically uh, breaks the, the thing down of like there's no excuse. Like, you know, a lot of people look at me and say, anyways, quick summary about David Goggins. He's like this 300-pound dude who like lost – cut weight in three months in order to be part of the Navy SEALs. And he went through like boot camp like three different times. Anyways, super achiever. He's like a number three. I think, mm-hmm. I think we're all threes in the Enneagram, right? Too. Mm-hmm. Right? No, I'm you're one. one. He's a okay. one. Yeah. Ooh. Perfectionist. Yeah. Giddy up. All right. <laughs> That's why he keeps Clay. <laughs> Closer. Yeah. Right here. Right? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, uh, for David Goggins, he, he, was a beast mentally and he put his mind to you know really get his body to confirm to conform to what he wanted to become but his thing he was saying it's like a lot of people point oh that's just you there's just something special about you or oh that's just your personality or yeah. your preference those are type. just excuses right and that's what he was saying like there's just you know blankety blank 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 excuses yeah uh, i won't i won't say it and i'll let david say it. but really like you can't you can't use your personality type and i think uh clay a while back when i interviewed you this was a while a while back man when uh when we were just doing audio for the heavy revy show yeah. about how to uh, be growth hungry yeah that was kind of one of the things we and you talked about a little bit in personalities that you know i'm not so religious about it in the sense of well, I'm an ENFJ, so I can't, you know. For me, I love chaos. I mean, I love organization, yeah. but I don't freak out when it's not there either, though. Where some people, they get so bound to their personality type. Oh, my gosh, there's no organization. This sucks. I can't deal with it. I can't do it. No, you just slide to the scale of, okay, I can work with this, and then maybe start adding the structure in that direction. But I don't know. That's it's habit my forming. thoughts. It's making a decision. Mm-hmm. When you make that decision that. I want to do X, mm. whatever that is. Then you have to start make, creating habits and then get the groove hardwired to your brain. Yeah. So it doesn't matter whatever the thing is that you're trying to accomplish. Right. But it's like making a decision and then fighting your flesh over and over and over and over again until it is, this is how I do things now. Yeah. And I think for My Miracle Morning, it really gives you a, a simple breakdown of it. So let's break down savers. Um my, you know, my, the one that I probably need to practice most, uh, no, not really, but silence, you know, learning to be silent in the morning. So, uh, when do you guys want to hit that and just kind of break that yeah. down? You know, when we started, um, 
uh, I think in the beginning of the year, we were talking about this book and mm-hmm. um, I, I started putting it into practice. So every single day, trying to get your morning routine set up, you don't have to start out like with a full two hours before you have to be at work or however many hours you want to do, but it's, it's like incrementally. Yeah. Or you can take a big chunk. Like I, I, I said, um, I have to be at work by seven. So I backed up my schedule to 5.30. Mm. And then as I started working these kind of steps to get your miracle morning together, I noticed I need more, needed more time. Mm. But it was because I started filling in more space. I see. Because I started seeing value in the time that I was spending. It's like, if I get up just a little bit earlier, I can really accomplish everything in the time that I need to do those, each one of these things we're about to cover. And mm. 4.50 is the time. Wow. And I was executing that for the past uh, month and a half until I went on vacation and a mission trip. <laughs> and today I hit snooze for two hours. Oh my gosh, <laughs> man! Uh, when Clay got here earlier, man, he looked like a ton of bricks had hit him. Man, he's a champion. He's just he's doing it. Got but the coffee. Going. Thank God yeah. for the coffee, man. By the way, how do you guys drink your guys' coffee? Black, black, cream, sugar. I like French vanilla creamer or just half and half. Ooh, yeah, I like my black. I like the taste of coffee. Yeah, it's true. Medium yeah. roast, good old, uh, I forgot what brand it was, but it's a medium roast. It's I think, old. so I used to do like a lot of like half and half or like French vanilla, mm-hmm. like all about that. But now I guess to get off like more, wean off more and more sugar is how that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then somehow I, I, I started liking the taste. Yeah. Now I still do, uh, do lattes though. And with that, obviously they, they add their stuff. But when, you know, when I just want coffee, coffee, mm-hmm. I just do it black. It's coffee flavored sugar milk. <laughs> sugar honey iced tea a little sugar with your coffee <laughs> but um real quick too actually i, I forgot I, I missed a step because i brought up my old school alarm uh because that's what i actually use now and i literally set this alarm on top of my bookshelf in order to make myself get up um you know and my boss uh, there, there was a season uh young hosue very very <laughs> younger hosue because i'm still very young it's my kobe year 24 Rest in peace, Kobe. Um, but, you know. <laughs> um, Too soon. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. One, one drip. For, no, I'm yeah. kidding. Anyways. Um, but my boss, would he gave me that recommendation because there's times I'd come in tardy and stuff like that. And he's like, dude, you know, you can't have, we can't have that. So uh, he told me to get an old school alarm. So I got it. And I, now I have it on my bookshelf. And when it rings up, you know, uh, I have to get up. Which now the tempting part, you know, where before. The alarm's on, you just slap your phone, and then you just, you know, cover yourself back up. Now it's standing up, and, you know, oh my gosh, do I jump back in bed, or do I just, you know, go after it? And it's it's fun, because each time I get up, I get to, it's that big deciding factor in making that easy choice of, ah, go brush my teeth. Ah, let me just go rinse my face real quick, and then I start these habits. Yeah, you're saying, um, we're in Colorado, by the way, and it's cold here pretty much all year round. And uh, what was that little hack you did to get? Yeah, yeah. So what I would do is I would uh, uh, set my thermostat to go up to like 73, 74, uh, probably about like 15 minutes before I got up. So That's actually a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> so it's not cold. So it's not cold and I'm not like tempted yeah. to like, oh. so like when it goes off, I'm like, okay, it's feeling fine. Let me just go rinse my face, brush mm-hmm. my teeth, boom, go after it and start mm-hmm. my savers. It's helped me uh, a little bit, but I mean, when people, ah, for me, all right, failure of host sway, okay? 
anytime that I have family come over, it just seems like it messes up my whole schedule where everything is out. And so my dad recently came over. Not blaming you, dad. But anyways, kind of I am. Uh, I just need B3 and own it. But uh, a part of me, though, was just more of... <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, after after that, having that schedule shift, and uh, you know, I had a buddy who who stayed over for the weekend too. Uh, man, it's like it just messed up my schedule, and so I just haven't been back on it. Shame. It's hard getting that. It's I think it's harder if you've started your routine mm-hmm. and you're you're just rocking it every single day, and then something happens that disrupts that. If it's more than a couple of days, yeah. Like for me right now, getting back on schedule and trying to get up early. I know. The, the remedy, the cure for me getting back into the Miracle Morning is getting up at 4.50 and don't hit snooze. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what time I go to bed because I think in a couple of days, your body will um, acclimate to the new time. Yeah. Even if you're like, I came back from a, a couple of different hour. Uh, I was in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I was an hour ahead. And then I went to Hawaii and it was three hours behind. And so I was really jacked up and now it's daylight savings. Huh. So each one of those time changes have, <laughs> have just sent my body into it. But I know getting up at 4.50 a.m. will reset in a couple of days, even if mm. I'm miserable over the next couple of days. Huh. Let, so me, now, let me pick your guys' brain on this real quick, too, because he said this in the book on My Miracle Morning where he said, like, you know, there's studies that prove that you need eight hours. And then there's also studies that kind of debunk that. That, yeah, well, you can't really solidify that. What are you guys' thoughts on that? <laughs> Well, I think that I think you got to figure out what what you like what best suits you because there's those studies where like some people only need like an hour of sleep and it's like a <laughs> genetic it's genetics and like those people are like weird. Like, <laughs> well, like if you look it up, they um they have a hard time like having relationships and stuff because they're just oh, always wow. going, huh? And they like always doing something because they only need hours of sleep, so they seem to be like super industrious people. Wow. Are the ones and then like the high what are the high achievers out there? I feel like they get up at they go to bed at two and they get up at four or something ridiculous. <laughs> it's like I'm wondering if yeah. like it's part of its genetics. Hmm. hmm. Good thought, Clay. What you think? Yeah, I don't know. Um I think we're all the same, right? Yeah. Are no. we? No, we're not. <laughs> we're all yeah. wired so differently. Yeah. Each each one of us has I think if you talk about like our different schedules with work mm. and after work routines and stuff like that, everybody's got a different kind of, you know, I think about some of the Kara students and mm. how they are at school from eight to 12 and then they immediately go to their job and then they're plugged into their local church. And so mm. by the end of the day, I mean, they're, you know, they're, they've got a pretty full schedule yeah. sleeping into the last minute mm-hmm. is what they need to get there. And so right. how do you manage that? Even though it's a short period of time, right? you know, three years of, of coming to Karis. Um, but that, that's a good thought too. I mean, like it just depends on the season that you're in too, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that to give you like no excuse to not at least attempt or go after your miracle morning. Cause it is true. Like I have noticed a difference when I started applying these principles based off the book and you guys can speak to that or not. Um, but man, it's, it's just so true. Like there are something about, you know, he, put out different millionaires, different people who are making money, people, different people who are successful. They always seem to accomplish something at least before 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand like there's just different challenges. Like I wouldn't expect uh, my sister, right? My sister, she is uh, a single mom with two kids. And so she has a lot going on and she's working really hard on her job. I mean, that's super hard to try to conduct all those different things. Mm-hmm. You, still, you still need to do something in the morning. But right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like even if you think about like if you've ever been late to work or late to school or whatever, 
And if you were to get up 15 minutes earlier than you normally do, mm-hmm. you're already not in a rush and your yeah. day set up for a little bit more, you know, success. Yeah. But every single day, what does that, t- how does that tax your brain being late every day? Mm-hmm. You're responsible for that. Yeah, no, yeah. it's definitely true. Definitely true. Definitely a balance in that sense. But uh, real quick, let's break down uh, the savers. So I'm just going to go through them real quick and then we'll just uh, unpack it. But uh, savers is just simply stands for silence, uh, affirmation, visualization, exercise, read, and scribe. Um, how are you guys with your own miracle morning? Do you guys uh, hit all savers I, or? Uh, no, I no? haven't. I have not implemented this yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll talk about, uh, and like I said, I have on and off hit these things. I'm not like a perfect genius yet where I've got it down and I'm doing it 100%, but the times that I have, uh, eventually my routine, what it looks like, boom, my alarm goes off. I get up my bookshelf, slap that thing. Um, and he recommended like put in like joggers clothes or your workout clothes or whatever like that uh, on the side. So I generally have my sweatpants and my, my sweater throw those on, brush my teeth, uh, wash my face. And I have like little sticky notes on my mirror that I just start reading over myself. You know, um, the visualization part, I probably skip because <laughs> I probably do that as I'm going for a walk on my exercise piece where I'm just going out Man, I'm going to go walk a couple blocks and walk back. Um, which I know for myself, I had to change up too, because I figured, ah, I won't do so much big exercise in the morning um, because I'll do it like generally when I get off of work and done with like church stuff and I'll go and lift weights. But I know another thing for myself, if my goal is to really cut weight, I probably don't need to lift weight. <laughs> probably need to go more on the cardio side uh, and doing that, which uh, this week I'll probably be starting out for me. And There's you some guys theories are... about that. Oh, lift yeah, heavy. Really? Lift, lift heavy. heavy? Lift heavy. You think so? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got nothing for you. Oh. <laughs> Come on, we need an aid in here, man. We need a challenger. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, after that, then I just, you know, after I do my walk, I come back, I read a little bit, and then I uh, I don't scribe actually writing on a notepad. I'm, you know, I use my phone and I just type in a journal. But yeah, yeah that's me. So my morning, yeah, my morning is, so at 4.50, I wake up and that gives me the time to just kind of wake up and I do it at it's, it, it's that weird number because 5 o'clock is the time that I want to start this yeah. process. And so for the first 10 minutes, I'm waking up, making coffee, splashing water on my face is one of the suggestions from the book. And then at 5 o'clock, I sit down. My goal is 10 chapters in the Word every single day. And so um, I listen to it. I do either something on uh, version. So is uh, that? do you think that's cheating, listening, and actually reading? Nope. No. Nope. Why? Okay. Because my brain will, that's why I love Audible. I mean. Your brain will what? Just fly off. I, I like. If you read, read? Yeah, if I read one sentence, I'll start thinking about that while my eyes move down the, down the page. Really? I'll be like two, huh. two or three pages over before, and I'm like, I've been, I've been thinking about the one thought, but I'm three pages ahead and have no idea what's going on here. But when I listen to an Audible, I can, I can it accesses somehow hmm. visually as to what's going on. I think it all goes back to uh, down to like you know the different types of learning. Uh-huh. You know, some people are more audible. Some people are more like you have to see it. I thought we were all the same though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. We are, aren't yeah. we? Aren't we? <laughs> yeah. So that first, like from like the first part of the day is uh, uh, t- ten chapters in the Word, and then I've been using um, uh, some kind of devotional. So it's just something mm. that's 
spiritual and is a little more uh, digestible than just reading the word. The word can be sure. kind of rich sometimes, depending on where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got two journals that I'm working with right now. One is just a life journal, 2020, and mm-hmm. the other one is Colorado Trail Journal. So I'll be, so depending on what I do the day before, like if I watch a, a couple of hours worth of uh, a couple of different through hikers talking about how to pack, what, what to pack, what to eat, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, I'll journal some like takeaways. It's like I'm going to implement my dinner will be some type of ramen. Mm. with a snicker candy bar and then something else that'll be my dinner every single day for a week right Yikes. and uh, so i journal all that stuff so i know at the at, well like when i'm ready to uh, write the colorado trail book yeah i've already got everything kind of written out how i prepared what mm. happened on the trail and so that's kind of my purpose behind the that journal ah right on and then um what else is on here i try to visualize what's happening i use my outlook calendar and see what's happening ah, like what, what i have what meetings do i have today and then how can i best already start thinking about what how i'm going to contribute in that meeting mm. you know i want to be a contributor mm. right um affirmations i'm smart enough and people like me yeah. <laughs> you're smart you're special you're kind what's that guy from saturday night live do you remember Stuart smalley no anyway show him uh. age anyway uh, <laughs> and then after i finish kind of like my morning routine i have about 10 minutes to get ready and then i uh, walk to work boom and so it's about three and a half miles to work and so that's kind of the whole that's your morning, man. Yeah. That's a miracle, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> Carl, for you, I, I kind of want to uh, piggyback uh, to or go back to that uh, talk. Do you do Audible more or do you read? I, I do Audible more. Audible? I had, yeah, and growing up, I had a hard time reading. Mm. So I was just getting, go, just I just wanted to prove a point with like, <laughs> <laughs> I love Audible. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, think, I think it's, yeah, everyone's style. Mm. of learning is different so you just got to figure out what works yeah no it's so true like i know when we originally when i interviewed you on uh how to be growth hungry minded something like that it's uh, you guys can check it out mm. audio isn't that great okay it was a really good podcast it was really good man yeah, i think we went like for like 45 minutes or something like that it was super <laughs> awesome but anyways uh at that season in my life like i couldn't really do audible dude like i just no? struggled with it yeah like to me and not that i struggled with it that i wouldn't get much out of it it's just if I'm reading, to me it sticks because I'm one of those highlight circle. You know, I'm going through my this uh, new job I'm in, and I'm reading the job manual, and uh, one of uh, the other leaders was checking it out. He's like, "Oh man, I love your thought process." Because literally, mm. like for me, I have to circle things, I have to underline where that connects to, and that just helps me stay more focused. And now I think your influence on me on this mm. clay is I, I go through Audible all the time now, mm. and I don't know, I don't understand why my brain was like that because like I can listen to podcasts all day, love podcasts. But the when thing, it came to the, audible books, it's just different. The thing like what you said though, like highlighting the stuff, you can what's nice about that, you can always go back mm-hmm. and like yep. like good quotes, the the process. Yeah. But with Audible it's really I guess you don't you don't have that at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're talking about seasons and how like different seasons yeah. in your life where you're uh, when I have a lot of downtime yeah. my, like typically the summers happen to be that way. I really like to have Audible with the hard copy. Mm. And so um, Thank God for right, number yeah. ones, real quick. Yeah. Fist bump that right <laughs> yeah. there, dude. He's like, because I can't hear no, him no. in my headphones, and I'm like, holy yeah. clay, yeah. move up. Here it is, right here. About, about a fist yeah. away. Yeah. So listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> about a fist away. Yeah. About a fist away. Yeah. Boom. Um, but when I have a when I have a lot of time on my hands, I will use the hard copy with the Audible. That way, I can still make my notes and still kind of keep the pace. Mm. Uh, and kind of get the theme of the book because I'll get lost by just reading 
I'll get again. I'll read a sentence. Yeah. My brain will be stuck on whatever that thought was, huh. and then I'll be three pages in. I have to go back. That's just. But this something I mentioned in that podcast though was us in this day and age where we have everything at our fingertips. How to learn whatever we want to, whatever you want to pursue, you can yeah. do that. Right. And so, if you want to be a leader, there's audio books and there's mm-hmm. podcasts and there's all these different things. And I think the more that you discover these different influencers, right, you start to really widen up. Mm. You know, information. That's what kind of led me to this book. Yeah. No, it's a powerful book, man. I really enjoyed it. Uh, how would you guys rate the book? Or first, real quick, tell me you guys the scales. How do you guys rate books? Like, example, like for myself, I rate books more based on like how applicable was it, right? Mm-hmm. Or That's how much did it make an I... impact? Uh, did it make uh, impact or inspiration for me? Yeah. Yeah. How how applicable for sure. So scale like one to one to five. What would you guys rate this book? And or Clay, do you scale it differently? I do kind of scale it differently. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so, because if you read one sentence that changes your life, that book is a ringer. Hmm. Does that make sense? I mean, like, like a, not just a true, that was a good thought. True. I can I can that wouldn't partially be- agree with that because like part of like for me, like, and not saying that like the the book is trash. If I've read one thing and it's super good, um, but like to me is like. If I'm trying to recommend for someone else to, hey, really get this, mm-hmm. I can just tell them, hey, let me tell you the quote. <laughs> you don't have to really read it. I'll just give you the, the, the good the good stuff. I'll give but you the sauce. But the building around that one concept, though, mm. can really, even though it, there's a difference in fluff, and we've talked about that. Right, right. But the, John Maxwell's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone had to say it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. See, like great <laughs> concepts, but anyways. But just like I do rate <laughs> some books like that where they'll have – one concept that brings home, I mean, Sorry, it changes your life, you know? This is one of those books where you could read it, and if it could be shorter. Yeah. The book could be shorter, but you kind of get these other stories that kind of help build That's the true. case for why you should do a morning, routine. why you should have a, a morning routine, yeah. Yeah, and like, like I said, I, I can see that. I, I think I probably lean, though, like with the John Maxwell books. Like, there's one book that, uh, you know, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Awesome book, awesome concept, but honestly, that's the main principle that I walked away with, which, I mean, probably, I mean, at the end of the day, that goes to clear communication of what he was just trying to convey, but he had all these other, to me, I, I called it fluff on that sense, but mm-hmm. anyways, with that, for your scale, uh, if what would you rate My Miracle Morning? I'd give it a strong number. I mean, I'd be... Uh, like a one, a one to five, five being amazing, one, uh, it was okay. 4.5. 4.5, okay. Because of the content. Okay. Because like if you take if you literally listen to this, get the concept, and then put it into practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably around the same. For I w- sure, just for it's me, easy than applicable. I would say a five. I would give it a five for myself, just because again, it made it so practical. Mm-hmm. And again, that's how I scale mm-hmm. it. Like man, if I was inspired. I was inspired by the stories added to each concept of, you know, being silent in the morning. And they talked about meditation, but, you know, uh, us as Christians, I don't know, uh, some Christians kind of do some kind of form of uh, meditating to the Lord, but I've used that time for prayer and, you know, the affirmation side. I mean, even, that's scriptural. Like, he even says here. that, like prayer, meditation, mm-hmm. like mixed in there. Yeah, like, you know, just for anyone. I think the affirmation part two is just speaking life over yourself. I mean, all of this, these things were just awesome. So for me, I rated it a five. But, yeah, any last things you guys want to say about My Miracle Morning before we uh, say adios to our peeps? Do y'all have any morning routines that we didn't list here? And are they working for you? So comment below on some of the things that are working for you. Maybe we'll pick them up. 
Yeah. Can I mention one last thing before yeah. we move on? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, it was the one thing I did not like about this book. Oh, yes. He's such stuff. a salesperson. <laughs> like he, so he mentioned in the morning he worked for Cutco. Uh-huh. And then the sales training, all the coaching he did. That, so he, if you notice, he would, he would like almost prime you. And it drove me nuts. Well, like, like an example, he would say like, oh, like, so you picked up this book. So that means you were ready for your new life. And it's like, now do it now. Anything's l- possible. Like nothing's limitless. And I'm like, oh God, like, I can't do this. He's See, selling me right now. And I was like, nope, I don't want this. I was swaying out road there. Yeah. <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> Besides that, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the book. Hey, but what's cool about that, even though you were being sold, you still gave it like a 4.5. I did. So, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's kind of cool. Through. I was like, I was forced to read this book because of the book club. Yeah. I was like, I did not want this. I was like, nope, that is not true. And I was like, I don't want to keep reading this. You're not in my mind, okay? You don't know what I want, dang it. Exactly. <laughs> But no, see, and that's why we have Carl on board, man. He's willing to like throw out those zingers, dude. Yeah. Like a John Maxwell. Love you, Maxwell. J Max. I quoted oh, you great, in our last interview. Book. Yeah, He has awesome. great, great stuff. Um, but man, you're willing to say the stuff that's just, just awesome. So there's enough fist bump for that. Thank you for giving good thoughts and making Clay get closer to the mic. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you guys are awesome. Again, comment below. Yeah, like Clay said, if there's any uh, different morning routines you guys do, or uh, man, what you guys thought about it, you know, like, share, subscribe, you know, share with some friends that you think will uh, enjoy the podcast. But you guys are awesome. Peace. A lot of things been on my mind lately. A lot of things I've been ruminating and contemplating. A lot of things have been stolen and taken by Satan. A lot of things I don't know about, I'm just trying to make it. But he can't phase me. Forget the 10. My Lord God made me. I ain't talking Mike Gill word to the underground. Yeah, we making noise. And if you didn't know about us, yeah, we them boys. We be spitting smoke.